Hello and welcome to Cavell Group's Cloud Conversations podcast. My name is Patrick Watson. I'm a senior analyst here at the Cavell Group. And today's episode of the podcast builds up to our CloudCom Summit London event, which will take in person on the 9th of March. The event will cover a range of different topics as we enter a new era for the communications industry. Today, I am joined by special guest, Patrick Sullivan, co-founder at 2600 Hertz, who are one of the event's gold sponsors. How are you doing today, Patrick? Patrick, I am wonderful. How are you doing? Very well, thanks. The last time that we actually met in person was all the way back in 2019 at one of 2600s Hertz's events, KazooCon, back in San Diego. And one of the things that struck me during that event was how important the the community is um, for 2600 Hertz and for development of the of the Kazoo platform. So, w- would you mind just giving me a little bit of uh, background on 2600 Hertz? Yeah, absolutely. Um, What's well, funny because in 2019, uh, you know, when people were asking us where is the future of telecommunications going, um, we didn't actually see COVID on the road map. Uh, so no. it's been some pretty uh, crazy transition since 2019, but. To answer your question, um, well, maybe we'll take a step back. Uh, what does 2600 Hertz do, just for your audience and listeners? Uh, we build large-scale distributed uh, telecommunication networks um, for service providers and resellers. And what that means is you can either put your software on our data centers or in your own data centers. Um, and you can then go to market with your own logo and label and offer UCAS or CCAS, aka call center, um, and then CPAS offerings. And so how we differentiate ourselves from, you know, the majority of, you know, the other players like the Cisco Broadsofts of the world is that we don't just offer a UCAS solution. Um, we allow you to kind of turn on and turn off applications based on, you know, your target audience. So if your target audience is focusing on, you know, kind of the traditional cloud PBX, Fantastic. If your target audience, you know, also wants a contact center with it, fantastic. If your target audience wants to do any kind of integrations or customizations, then they can also use our APIs. And it's very powerful when you have everything under one platform uh, to, you know, go to your customer, build a customized solution based on, you know, their uh, actual user experience. Um, and, you know, it also gives you very sticky because, you know, the ring centrals of the world can't just come in and replace you because you have a very customized solution for your enterprise solution, if that makes sense. And I yeah, believe that, I said solution five times, so hopefully we can, uh, you know, you no, guys get that, that. That makes perfect sense, though. And I think that that customization element is so important, isn't it? Because effectively, we've seen the number of, well, effectively sort of soft switch platforms globally has reduced massively. So service providers and telcos around the world are, are limited in terms of choice and differentiating from competition is it is quite difficult if there's only a few platforms to choose from. So the fact that you can customize Kazoo so much actually really is, is a real string to the bow of service providers and telcos. Oh, absolutely. Um, and w- w- that's kind of where we're seeing the industry going more and more. Um, and it's not just for the enterprises, it's for even the mom and pop, you know, pizza shops. Yeah. And, you know, one of our customers, they totally focused solely on dental offices. Um, and the reason our platform and they chose our platform is that it doesn't just give them, as I said before, the cloud PBX, you know, functionality. It gives them the ability to, you know, whenever someone sets up an appointment, it sends a text message uh, reminding them of the appointment. It brings up their CRM whenever that customer calls. So, you you know, 
the people working the front desk will see exactly who the uh, who the client is, when they got their last teeth cleaning, and they can kind of remind them, oh, by the way, I see that your appointment's coming up, you know, on you know January fifteenth and stuff. So um, it, it's made them extremely valuable in the dental industry, uh, and that's kind of where we're seeing the communications industry in general is going. Is that it's no longer a kind of a one you know size fits all uh, mentality. It's really of how do we, you know, build a better solution that we're not just putting a desk phone on your desk anymore. We're actually building, you know, something that works within your workflow. Um, and that's, uh, you know, our customers and our resellers and our service providers who are really dominating the market and growing extremely fast. Uh, they've kind of embraced that, you know, uh, customization and the ability to say yes to any of their requests to their customers. And in terms of, I was good. You've sort of perfectly preempted my next question, which was going to be, what are some of the trends that have obviously impacted your your customers over the sort of past eighteen months? And you and you've mentioned COVID, which I don't think anybody anybody predicted, and obviously that has had an impact in terms of changing working habits. But I suppose it's in, increased that demand for this really. Um, customizable bespoke services in terms of being able to to change that business model to meet the demands of your workforce and also your customers who you know for a large period weren't weren't able to come into store you mentioned sort of CCAS CX capability that's become hugely important and that sort of convergence with 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 UCAS so are those some of the trends that you think have been most important oh absolutely um you know it, it's actually it's interesting where the market is right now and where it's going. Um, I think, you know, as you mentioned, no one saw COVID coming. Um, and the ability for a fully distributed remote workforce uh, is becoming more of a common thing. Um, and people are still debating, you know, do they want a hybrid approach where some people come into the office, some people work from home, um, or, you know, even, hey, you work from the office two days a week and then work from home three days a week. And so it becomes a more of a challenge for the service providers on how do they provide a solution that's easy for people to kind of work anywhere they go. Because it's no longer, hey, I'll just send you a desk phone to your house. Uh, a lot of times they won't be working from their house. Um, and, you know, because of that, um, they, they've had to get really creative. And our technology and our distributed platform uh, has allowed people to, you know, really work remotely um, very easily. Uh, and even using WebRTC and technologies like that uh, allows people to can, you know, they can turn up their website, they can turn up their desktop app, they can start working, you know, out of the box. Um, and at the same time, you know, via the APIs, they can, you know, interconnect with just about any type of CRM uh, or, or any kind of, you know, business applications that they need to be tracking the, that type of data. So it's become you know, a very interesting industry. Uh, and then we're starting to see some really creative ideas of, you know, even how people are going to be doing shopping in the future. We have a very large client right now who's using our WebRTC technology um, to kind of bring the hybrid approach of in-person or personal shopping and like going into the store and then also remote shopping. And what they're going to be doing is using it so that when you buy uh, anything online, you can then immediately talk to someone at the local store uh, via, you know, WebRTC. Um, and that's pretty cool because it's actually no longer, you know, if the shopper is deciding, do I want to buy this online or do I have some questions? They can talk to the local shop. Um, and then at that point, they can decide, do they still want to go into the shop or and pick it up or they can have it shipped to their house? So 
you know, it's it's some really interesting trends um, around, you know, remote work, but it's not just, you know, the remote office work. It's kind of, you know, remote work for everybody. So we're excited to see where this goes. And I, I, I really do believe the APIs and, you know, kind of that customization is allowing people to, you know, think outside of the box and really kind of redefine, you know, what work is. Yeah, and and I suppose effectively the one thing that the the pandemic sort of created was this opportunity for businesses to reimagine effectively. I mean, they were effectively forced in terms of the the working habits of their employees, but it also does give businesses the ability to think much more about the the processes and procedures and and as you were talking about the ability to embed communications within different key line of business applications whatever that might be using cpas capability that really makes a difference doesn't it in terms of productivity because for so long we effectively people talked about unified communications but it was effectively ununified communications across as many disparate systems but now we really can start to embed those where where users need them and that can improve everything from customer service to brand recognition and brand performance and all of those areas oh absolutely um and i think the other big trend we're starting to see too is that you know people have been talking about ai forever um but some of the the technologies around conversational ai is becoming really interesting um and you know because of the the flexibility you know we're we've been able to integrate with a couple of different conversational ai companies um just because our customers are asking for that and they're asking for you know we don't want just a phone call going to you know bill or jill at you know accounting working from their house we actually want to track what the conversation is going on. We want to, you know, help, you know, uh, understand what the, you know, trends are going. Are customers happy or the customers not happy? Um, and we really want that data just because it's, it's a lot harder to get that data when people are working remotely uh, versus having them sit next to you, you know, each other in the office. So it, it's it's true. I think COVID has accelerated the, you know, need for innovation. Um, and I actually start wondering is that there's a lot of companies that, you know, recently have been sold in our space. Um, and there's a lot of consolidation. And I think, you know, what I'm seeing is a lot of the companies that, you know, have some older architecture, old designs, you know, aren't really ready for kind of the next leap forward and in innovation. Uh, you know, they seem to be getting out of the market. And um, I, I, I don't know if that's a, a thing or not, but I do wonder, is it because the competition on staying on the bleeding edge is such a thing that you know people are starting to get a little scared. So from our point of view, um, we we just seem to be lucky and we were just at the right place at the right time, uh, just because we kind of, you know, we always predicted that we weren't gonna have a a one solution that fits all uh you know clients, but we would have a flexible solution that can kind of adjust to based on what customers are looking for. So um yeah, that's kind of uh, that's my little rant about you know technology, but it's it's kind of interesting to see the trends right now. Yeah, that's a that's a really interesting point though about technology in general and the agility that you need to react. And I think sometimes what something that we are trying to get across to our partners when we speak to them in to, in consulting roles at Cavell Group is as the sort of development and complexity of technology increases, 
the the rate of change increases exponentially with it. So this is it's not like this is going to slow down. You are going to have to be increasingly agile in terms of uh, terms of shifting your business and embracing new technologies and uh, and these new emerging bleeding edge areas that you said that, that are going to be important. And I think for from service providers, they've had to make a lot of changes to their existing business models in order to remain relevant. So one of the sort of final question I wanted to ask you was. The, the partners, the partner community is obviously vital for 2600 Hertz. What do you see as those sort of key areas of uh, of opportunity for, for your channel partners? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think, you know, for our channel partners, we really try to embrace the idea that they have a, a solution that's not just a UCAS solution. They have a solution that's not just a call center solution. They have a solution that's not just, you know, uh, the CPaaS or API solution. Um, it's having a kind of um, land and expand mentality of, yeah. you know, whatever your customer needs, you can now give them. Um, and that's pretty powerful because, you know, let's say if I'm a, if I'm an end user um, and I need a cloud PBX, then I might have to go to 8x8. And then I'm like, oh, well, now I want a full contact center. Well, now I have to go to five nines. And then also I want to do some customizes and integrations. Then they go to Twilio. Um, and now I have three different vendors uh, just for one solution um, where, you know, our service providers or resellers have the ability to, you know, go to that same client, sell them everything um, and then have give a better experience because it's all under one unified experience. Um, and it's under one UI so that, you know, they don't have to go through three different vendors. And if they have an issue, they, you know, it's a lot of finger pointing of which vendor they have to go to. So our service providers, you know, seem to embrace that. Um, they really like this idea that they can kind of, you know, whatever their clients want, they can just say yes. Um, and I think that's a that's a pretty big trend in the industry where, you know, people are trying to get there. And you're even seeing companies like Zoom, you know. They're expanding their offering from just video collaboration to Zoom phone now. Um, and you're seeing, you know, TalkDesk just came out saying, hey, we were in the call center space, but now we're in the call center space and we're in the uh, you know, the cloud PVX space also. So I think P companies are heading that direction. Um, but I think, you know, the service providers and resellers, you know, and our partners right now, they still have a pretty big competitive advantage um, because they have that full offering right now uh, and they don't have to wait until you know, the other companies catch up and stuff. Yeah, I think that that convergence of technology and that sort of completion of the technology stack piece is something that uh, a lot of service providers are thinking about. So that's certainly an interesting point. Uh, Patrick, we, we've sort of run out of time for today, but thank you uh, so much for, for joining me in the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And Patrick, it's great seeing you. Um, and hopefully you come to our uh, KazooCon this year. So we're super excited that you were at the last one. And, you know, sorry that it's been a couple of years since uh, we've had one. Uh, well, nothing nothing that you could do about that. As I see, uh, as you said, foreseeing and then preventing a global pandemic would have been even beyond the, the reach of 2600 hertz. Uh, for anyone listening, if you do want to learn more about 2600 hertz and, and the platform Kazoo, then you can find their website at 2600hertz.com. Uh, there are also still tickets left for the CloudCom Summit. As I said, it takes place in person next month on the 9th of March in the Leonardo Royal Hotel 
which is in London, St Paul's. And Patrick, you'll be uh, appearing virtually for your Industry Vision keynote, so we'll be looking forward to that. Uh, and for anyone listening, if you're interested in finding out more about the event uh, and grabbing those last few tickets, head over to cavellgroup.com forward slash events. That's it for today's podcast, though. Thanks again to Patrick for joining me and to 2600 Hertz for sponsoring this year's event. Until next time, it's goodbye from us. All right, Patrick, thanks so much. And we're super excited about the, the event.